I'm your host, David G. I'm your co-host, Arpan. If you live for the good moments... And learn from the bad ones. You're in the right place. This is the Live and Learn Podcast. All right. So, uh... For everyone who's watching, you probably don't know who the fuck we are, but um, this is our new podcast, Live and Learn. Um, we kind of just plan to, I guess the premise that we're trying to go for is um, finance and youth. And um, that's kind of... I mean, yeah, uh, like we're really trying to make this podcast pretty much off of the things that we've learned because both yeah. of us have had similar experiences uh-huh. in the sense that we are trying to... Uh, branch out and get Mm -hmm. find success in our own businesses exactly exactly so like we're trying to like um pass that knowledge on to you as uh we learn ourselves you know so like put together all of our knowledge Mm -hmm. um so yeah i guess um that's a bit of our introduction um are we ready to get started do you want to say anything else first uh, I think we're good to go, yeah. All right, okay. Um, so since uh, this is our first episode, and we kind of just like um, want to let you guys get to know us a little bit, um, we're going to talk about one of the truest and mo- tri- most tried things to um, <laughs> finance, which is your first job. Um, so to get into it then, uh, my first job ever was working at Little Caesars Pizza Ooh. in Crystal, Minnesota. And my fucking God, was it the worst fucking job <laughs> I've ever had. Um, and I will tell you why. Um, just because, like, I guess I, I'm, I'm a very, like, specific person as far as um, if, you, if you're not matching my energy, um, then I'm going to have a problem. And, like, I guess I'm just, uh, um, I like to, like, get to the point of it, you know, do my job, make sure it's done right um, so I can move on and not have to worry about it later. Because if it's not done right... Then it's going to give me stress nightmares later. Um, and, you know, being a 16-year-old, this is probably far too much to expect for other 16-year-olds. Because uh, they didn't do that. <laughs> and yours? Yeah. Um, I, I, I really get that, though. Because I was not that functional when I was 16, right? Mm-hmm. And I definitely have found these skills and... I'm yeah. still learning these skills yeah. as I go. And like, I think most of them developed in the last two or three years. Really? Yeah, no. <laughs> That's uh, kind of bad. Hey, what can you do? You live and learn, okay? Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but my uh-huh. first job was actually nothing better. Uh, it was actually Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Yeah. Oh. Really Midwestern, Literally, beautiful. At my little series, so- there was a fucking... Um, there was a Dairy Queen across the street, and occasionally oh, really? we would do food trades. Oh, yeah. They'd get them That's pizza, always fun, and they though. would give us some ice cream. Yeah, yeah no. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I pretty much worked the job. I didn't really yeah. care much. Yeah. Uh, I, I, anything to say I was it. actually really bad at my job. Uh, where are you now? Yes. Why am uh, I not surprised? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was pretty carefree at the oh. moment, so... Um, a lot of things didn't bother me, but mm-hmm. uh, off of, like, looking back on it, it is kind of just appalling to even think that I went through all of that shit. What do you mean? Like, as in, it was bad, or, like, you realized how bad you were? I realized how bad I was, and also <laughs> realized the uh-huh. work that I was doing was mind-numbingly boring. Yeah? I mean, yeah. Like, what? Was it, like, slow? Uh, well, our, <laughs> funny story, actually, oh. uh, our, our Dairy Queen was, like, v- 
very run down and like it was going out of business. Like I think it shut down a year and a half after uh, I quit, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. Tough. So Damn, you guys must have really sucked. Yeah, no, it was disgusting in there. <laughs> oh my god. I I don't uh, wanna I don't wanna be sued with a uh, slander thing, but uh, like bro, uh, I ain't gonna say more. <laughs> Because uh, like, look, my little season wasn't any better. Like, it, like, like I said, no one actually cared about their fucking job. Um, everything was made terribly. Literally, like to this day, I have a standard. If I don't know anyone who works at a little season, I'm not fucking eating this. I know you, and if you work at little season, I know you suck at your job and you don't fucking care. And it's okay. Hey, hey, should, hey! Don't, don't harass our audience. <laughs> and you, you shouldn't care about your little season's job. Garbage. I feel like most of them are like across the country are shutting down like one by one because like the, the one i used to work at in um in crystal it's no longer there um i was very actually i wasn't surprised to hear that because yeah. yeah, it was bad um uh but i guess uh to further that point uh as far as like what it like i learned or what it meant to me um it's just that i guess you kind of have to like go at your own pace um, cause like I said earlier, you know, like, um, not everyone was at the same place as far as like trying. Um, and I was like over trying. I mean, and I guess the thing is like certain people did appreciate that. Like, um, like, you know, I, I guess my managers would always like, you know, really appreciate that. I knew what I was doing and I wasn't like slacking off or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I think like stuff like that is important. Um, and not in like you know a sucking up way, but um, putting in effort for the people that matter. I guess uh, is the best way I can put it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just don't try to like let people down. Like and uh, your effort really shows to the work that you do. I don't know. Like have a, having having a bit of pride in it, even if it's like a whack job, is I think still pretty important. I don't know about you. Um, what I learned from that, I would say, was mostly a more worldly view. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of things in life that I've done have just progressively given me that view. And, mm -hmm. like, you know. Well, how did Dairy Queen widen your worldview? Uh, it was my first job. Uh, so, okay. like, literally, like, this was my introduction into mm -hmm. the rest of, like, you know, the working life. Yeah. So it like it definitely that uh, that is quite an experience for like a kid that's never worked to mm -hmm. go through so that that was the part that i kind of learned and the interaction be between coworkers and the importance of that mm -hmm. and like i definitely like didn't learn all these like important <laughs> like uh -huh. th things that would kind of make a difference later mm -hmm. on and like starting a business maybe i might have just been a, a try hard as a kid hey, your tattoo proves that oh yeah <laughs> yeah for just for context you, yeah i have a tattoo that says do more do it again just in massive bold letters <laughs> but yeah uh, uh yeah no uh, i think that's that's the most important things that i learned from that uh, yeah. okay i can dig that um and uh, like the, the thing is like I, I, I really agree with what you said because um, my younger brothers um, one of them is 18 and has yet to ever have his first job and the other one is uh, turning 16 and trying to find a job and Jesus fucking kid Christ these kids are shut-ins 
Like, and I really want them to, like, get a fucking job so they can, like, learn a few things. Like, just like you said, just, like, open your world to you a little bit and, you know, realize, oh, the world isn't just my fucking basement where I play video games. I agree with that, but at the same time, I do think everybody uh, kind of takes it at their own pace. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I, I agree with that, you know. And, like, yes, you should be open to new experiences, uh, but even if you, like, go out and do it mm-hmm. in a time that you're not open to mm-hmm. it, I don't think it really provides you mm-hmm. anything. So I think it's definitely your will to do it Yeah. that kind of drives you towards, yeah. like, improving yourself. I suppose. Yeah. I agree. Um, did you end up ever, like, saving up to buy something? Yeah, I actually bought my first phone. Your first off phone? Off that job, yeah. Really? What'd you get? Uh, I got a Sony phone. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. It was a cool phone. Sony? Dog, they don't, like, they make TVs. And phones. And con- phones. And consoles. They make everything, yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, they don't make it. And that's why none of their phones sell well. Y- your headset is Sony. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the head. Okay, look. The TV is very good. Headphones, very good. Phones, very bad. But continue. How, how's the phone? How did you enjoy the phone? I, I actually really like the phone. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was like... It was Android, and it was very rudimentary Android, mm-hmm. so I was, I was like, interested in it enough that I kind of got into, like, yeah. AR and stuff like that because of that phone, because uh-huh. it had capabilities like Wait, that. Wait, it had AR? Yeah. Really? Like, what, what year was this? This was, uh, I don't, what year would it be? God, you're making me, like, do mental math. <laughs> Just think of that. How old do you uh, think you were? Well, I was... Somewhere along the lines of 17. 17? Like okay. sophomore year of high school. Okay, so, so that was like a bit ago. Yeah. But like, you well, know, still... Sophomore year, that's like, that's like, ooh, what, like 2015, yeah. 2014? Like, like 3DS has had AR in it, uh-huh. so like, you know, a phone having AR in it isn't that big no, of a deal. I, I feel like it is, just because like, I like even, um, at that point... Most phones were in like very like quote unquote high tech. Like you, you got yourself like a camera, your front and back camera selfie. That's it. That's all you get. You might get like I some mean, like I BS like about the you know monitor or whatever. I think that was the generation of the iPhone six, mm-hmm. iPhone five rolling into iPhone six. Yeah. So like it's not it's not like crazy technology for the mm-hmm. time. It's like it's just yeah, the sure. integration of it. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Uh, that's my point. Like you know, I'd say it's, it's nothing super crazy. Yeah. But um I But yeah, uh another funny story rolling off of that funny story. Uh-huh. Uh I lost that phone like a month or a, a, a month, month and a half in? later. Yeah. Your dad must have been mad. I, I threw six hundred bucks into that phone. Six hundred? Yeah. At that loss oh, of the Six hundred? Yeah. That's so much for like a garbage phone. Hey, don't slander the phone, please. <laughs> uh, continue. Yeah, no, uh, I lost the phone. How did you phone. end up losing? Yeah. Uh, I was actually going to um, the Quarry State Park mm-hmm. up in like uh, what's it called, St. Cloud area. Yeah. Um, and we left our bags, and I took my phone because. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I just wanted to have it there, take some pictures and stuff yeah. like that. And both me and my cousin that I went there with, uh, we jumped in the pool. Mm. And these, like, I I believe, like, they could not have been any older than 13. Mm-hmm. Like, three 12 to 13-year-old kids just yeah. nabbed their bags and just left. Yeah. Dipped. Like, oh, so you just left them behind. Yeah. 
Oh. And like they just took off with there. both of our bags. Um, threw away the keys to the car. Tough. Threw away the towels and stuff. And took How do you get back? No, no, no. Threw, threw them on like just the oh, road the like ground. while okay. leaving. Because okay. like they were biking away. Okay. And um, they didn't want to carry anything that wasn't like, you know, worthwhile. Dude, that, that's it. like so pointless to me yeah. though. Like, look, you, you might like get a few things out of it but like in the grand scheme of things you got you got a new backpack and like a few new tech things I guess I don't know like as much as I kind of did not enjoy that experience while mm-hmm. it's to happened mm-hmm. I think it still like was a good learning experience mm-hmm. you know cause um I, th- I remember like the first thing that I thought was like damn like that's that's another part of like you know mm-hmm. there's a whole life around that as well and like you know thefts yeah no like that was that was another thing that i i used to be a klepto when i was uh, when i was a young kid but like uh-huh. actually stealing people's stuff that like are just out and about that's kind mm-hmm. of weird to me mm-hmm. But I don't. Know. I, don't I mean, it's the thing. I like, don't want to get into my klepto phase too I, much. I, I, we can like, get into that in a later episode. <laughs> like you see, oh okay, uh, bag left unattended might have some valuables in it, and I feel like that's like it. If you're if you're just looking to steal, if you're a klepto, you just steal things just cause. That's true. Yeah, you steal for the challenge if you're a klepto. For the challenge. Yeah, no, it is kind of fun. I don't do it no more. Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. Cap. Cap. Hey, <laughs> don't slander me. Whatever, Jack. Um, I think the first thing that I bought, I I don't suit. I I want to say it was just a 3ds. I think I like I saved up to buy a 3ds. Yeah, you know, ordered it on Amazon, used. Um came to my door and I think I also like bought uh what, f- what Pokemon game was coming out then mm, um, X and Y I want to say mm, uh it might have been X and Y uh n- or was it just coming out of no no no, no, no. It, it, it wasn't X and Y it was um black and white yeah black and white it was yeah. black and white um yeah so I bought black and white had my 3DS Played all the way through. Um, I think. Oh, and speaking of uh, going back to my fucking job, my manager at Little Caesars was also really into Pokemon. So we, after um, chips, we would occasionally like uh, you know like play no, with each you, other. You do some and link battles. We would do some link battles. <laughs> but the thing is, he had fucking hacked Pokemon, and he gave me some. I asked him like to build me out this um, uh, fuck. What is it called? Uh, Caesar. Caesar is the like um, the metal metal grass type, right? You wouldn't know. No, yeah, yeah you would. It's the flying type, isn't it? No, uh, no, no Caesar. Like uh, it's like, um, you know, like the, the it's the evolved form of the Pokemon that had the green like uh, um, flying Pokemon oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, like yeah. Caesar hands. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Evolved. It's called Caesar, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was I was thinking of like fifth gen Pokemon, so no, I was no, like, no, no, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked him for a Caesar. Um, with Technician, for, for those of you fucking uh, Pokemon nerds, you know what that is, and Bullet Punch. And if, if you know what that combination is, it's unbeatable. Okay, with a few, a few sword dances, 
Like one, two sword dances. Like you just got soak up like at least two hits with sword dance, bullet punch. It's over. All I'm it's hearing over. off of this is you did not take the time to train and breed your own Pokemon. Dog, leave me alone. You cheated. Yeah, Ooh. I cheated. Cheater. I was undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> I was undefeated, dog. Sword dance, sword dance, bullet punch. It's over. It's over. You can't do nothing. Um, but as far as like buying it, it was just like. Look, bro, my, my parents never, like, bought me a bunch of stuff, so, like, um, I'm, like, far more used to just, like, buying stuff for myself. So I just bought myself the 3DS, bought me the game, enjoyed it. Very fun. Um, yeah, and I think that's that's kind of all there is to that. Do you still have that 3DS? Uh, I do, but I'm very confident it's broken. Mm. Um... Because, like, I, I bought a, like, was it a 3DS? Yeah, it was a 3DS. Okay, yeah. I bought a 3DS around that time as well. Yeah. And right now, that 3DS is sitting somewhere in my house, hacked to high hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have every custom firmware on yeah. it. Oh, like, my God. Just, how did you not brick it? What? How did you not brick it? D- dude, custom firmware on the 3DS has oh. been so advanced for, like, the last year that yeah. like you can do pretty much anything to it mm. and it and it's pretty much impossible to break mm. it if you read mm. i guess like the barrier to entry is reading <laughs> the barrier to entry <laughs> is reading uh, well some kids can't fucking read <laughs> um okay uh so going back to like work stuff did you did you end up like um what do you, what do you like and dislike about the job about that specific job, uh-huh. um, I think it was just like very, um, just most of the beginner job stuff, like mopping the floor and mopping shit the floor. like that, you know? I mean, maybe you like do like house chores, don't you? I do, but like, okay, that, that's, that's a whole other thing though. How so? Because you don't mop your house. I do sometimes. Yeah, but like you, you don't use the same like. I. It's the same premise. It's like it, you're just doing chores at work. Yeah, yeah, but like I don't know. But what? It's like you swiffer your house. You, you don't mop it. Like, yeah, you don't, sure. You don't okay. do the whole right. industrial. You're, you're like, doing you know, a bit more work. Okay, is it that much harder? I, I guess not. It's just <laughs> doing some chores. If you can do like household chores in your home. That's what you're doing at work. Yeah. Tell me mopping was that bad, dog. I, I hate it, dude. I'm a delicate man, dude. Okay. Yeah, I know. I like I'm, I'm very well aware. My muscles are very... <laughs> Anywho. Uh, what about what, you? What did you like about it, though? Um... Stealing food. Stealing mm-hmm. food. You weren't even stealing it, though. It was just like, you just take it. Yeah, that's true. And no one was gonna stop they, you. They had they had decent fries. Mm-hmm. Like I would still say, like you know, yeah, okay, Mickey yeah. D's takes the cake yeah. any day. Yeah. Like they just have the best fries out there. Uh, I'd, I'd have to like refresh my palate to like further really? that. Discussion. You haven't had Mickey D's in a while. No, I have, but I haven't had like other fries in a while because like it's like yeah, because like, Mickey D's is the best. No, like most <laughs> like decent fries I had were like from um. Five Guys Fries, and then, um, that's why for us Minnesota people, uh, fucking Freddy's Fries are really good. I've actually like, never been to Freddy's. Have you never been to Freddy's? No. Bro, the custard? Smack. I mean, Delicious. Custard. 
Yes, it's custard. Crazy. Yeah, it's like, um, I believe custard is um, ice cream. The difference between custard and ice cream is they, they pump like air into it during like the process and it like makes it like a thicker and creamier. It's something like that. Um, custard is a bit more gelatinous in a manner, isn't it? No, not, not gelatinous. It's just like, it's just a bit like thicker. It like holds its shape better than ice yeah. cream. Um, that's like, that's the best way I can like describe it. I, I'm probably like describing that a little wrong, but that's what it is for the most part. Well, um, what about you though? Um, for me, uh, what I liked about the job, the free food is probably it. I, I, I what did say, you dislike about it? Because like free food is kind of a given, you know? Dog, I disliked everything. It was just like... Yeah, and you judge me for disliking Bob. I have no problem with the cleaning part of it. The cleaning part is like absolutely fine. I don't care about that. Like I'm used to cleaning. I'm not gonna complain. I I dislike the other employees. Uh, beef with people there. No, I, I didn't actually have beef with anyone. Act, no, that's not true. Well, you got I, your first okay. job and no, 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 started no, no, no. beefing no, no, already. No, no, I, wow. I, dude, I have a story. I have, I have like multiple <laughs> stories. So literally, okay. Um, so two things. Oh my god, I hope these people... No, actually, I don't care if they see this. Um, one thing. So there was this one dude that worked... I don't even remember what his fucking name is. Um, and uh, we were, like, tight for, like, the longest part. You know, yada, yada, yada. He would, like, occasionally, like, tell me about his kids or whatever. You know, like, BMs and, you know, all that stuff. And then um, one day, I think he he grabs one of, like, the, the female employees' asses. And um, I, I tell our manager about it, and um, like the area manager like fires him for it. Um, you know, he leaves, yada, yada, yada. I see him like maybe like a month or so later on in Target, you know, buying my stuff. He sees me, and then he cuts in front of me. And, you know, being the 16-year-old I was, I didn't do anything about it. I was just like, all right, well, this is happening. If this is the worst he's going to do, fine. Um, that happened, and that's that's the, that's like the medium level. What I'm about to tell you is like even far worse. So, um, after a while, we got like a new manager at the Little Caesars, and um, you know, basically same situation. But I actually like this guy. He was like, you know, fairly cool. You know, fine to talk to and such. Um, um, but what he did was. When he was in like the freezer with like all the like uh, you know stuff for preparation with one of our employees, he whipped out his dick in front of a female employee. Well, yeah, basically his employee because he's the manager. Yeah. Um, and you know he's like you know what you trying to do, and it's just like that, that was disgusting. That, very incredibly, I was I was appalled because this man has children. He has a he has a. A girlfriend or whatever I don't know like and it's just like damn dog I thought you were good I thought you were chilling and then like I find I hear that oh my god and then it's just like get fired obviously yeah and it's just like come on now so well, well, what I'm learning from this is uh, little Caesar is a garbage establishment si <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> a manager god damn a manager <laughs> Uh, no, nah, that's that's Little Caesars is garbage. Yeah, no, I definitely Unless see you why you hate me, it. You better go, like, you better pay up too. No, we're not taking sponsors <laughs> from Little Caesars. After hearing that, <laughs> no, nah, <laughs> that ain't happening though. Uh, okay. Um, 
So that yes, as you can probably ascertain, there are a lot of things I disliked. Um, here, and you know what? The list doesn't even end as far as bad things that happened. Uh, the worst thing that like probably sticks me with me the most is the fact that Little Caesars gave me my first ever stress-induced dream, um, which was, and here's the dream. I'm like at the counter, you know, trying to take somebody's order. You know, they it's like this father and their child. Um, you know, you like the father tells this kid to like go up to the counter, you know, order yada yada yada. I take the order, you know, I go back, and then like um, I go back to the kitchen, and the dad starts like yelling, "Hey, um, you know, hurry up! My kid's like hungry, or whatever." I come back to the front, I say, "Hey, you know, it's gonna like be a little bit. Um, it'll be done in a second." Um, and so I go back again. He continues yelling, you know, whatever, like, hey, you get this, like, pizza ready, blah, blah, blah. And then I, you know, tell my manager about it. And, um, you know, he goes to the front. And then I, like, go back to the back of the kitchen. And when I look in the kitchen, um, the oven is overflowing with pizzas. They're just, like, pulling out of the oven, like, just falling and then, like, t- stacking on top of each other. Just <laughs> continually, just big pile of, like, pans and pizzas. And then, like, you know, I hear, like, more yelling in the front of the store, you know, like, you know, get my fucking pizza ready, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, and so, like, uh, my manager comes back to the back of the like, kitchen, and um, this dad follows him. Um, and then, like, uh, he continues yelling some more. Then my manager pulls out a gun and shoots him. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How did we get there? Bro, you were dead ass talking about a dad trying to buy pizza for Uh, their little kid like five minutes ago. Yeah, and he was being a dick about it. Like yelling, you know, like being unreasonable. He follows us back into the kitchen and my manager shoots him and that's not even the end of it. Then after that, my manager started break dancing. And that's, and that's how I, like, remember the dream ending. What kind of Tyler the Creator fucking... I, I, look, don't, I don't know what to tell you, dude. That's, like, that... Like, what's, what's his show? What was the show that he ran for a while? Uh, what show? Tyler. Um, oh, Loiter Squad? Or yeah, that no, like, that, that sounds like some fucking Loiter Squad <laughs> like shit. Like a Loiter Squad Like skit. some demon shit, dude. <laughs> it does kind of sound like a Loiter Squad skit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like, I was just, I was on so much fucking stress working at that job, because, like, again, I was working the hardest there, and it's just, like, it just was not good, I think. You're way too goddamn stressed out, 16-year-old. Oh, look, man, I had a lot of stress on me. I had to keep up my good (laughs) grades, you know, make my father proud, so it'll give me love and affection. Dude, I was Uh, a straight C student, baby. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Whack. Dude, I had like I had like a solid like three point eight for like most like until until junior year, then I stopped caring. Um, but yes, I had a lot of reasons not to like working work. Um, but yeah. How long did you stay there? How long did I stay there? Probably yeah. like I want to say like a year and a half. Okay. Cause like I got the job over the summer. And um, I like I kept it uh, during the school year, but I only do like weekends. Yeah. Um, and then I quit. <laughs> yeah, I did point. not stay in my first job for too long either. I yeah. think I I'll, I'll worked there say. for like three months max. Three months. Was, three was, months. That's it. Yeah, it was it was dead ass, just like a mm-hmm. like summer job. So yeah. mm-hmm. after the school year started, I just kind of wasn't able to get get there and back. So oh really? Was it not close to you or anything? 
it was close. It's just like Minnesota winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Like I had that issue too. Like, um, cause mine was just like a, a few like street, um, street, streets away from my house. Yeah. Um, mine was I, like a mile and a half. A mile away, and so. a half. Uh, mine yeah. was just like I want to say like. A so like in the summer you could bike there pretty easy, but mm-hmm. like you know once, once you. like oh, like four inches of snow under uh, yeah no that's not mm, happening. Mm, fair enough. And dog just like hoof it walk. No. Um, but yeah okay so how do you think um, how do you think that working experience impacted you today? Zero impact, honestly. Zero impact. <laughs> yeah, no. I think most most of the things that I like, I actually true truly found lessons in uh-huh. have happened around like a three ish years ago. Like the jobs that I had at that point. Real Because like once once I got into like well, well, half well, decent so, jobs. Because you're talking about like college jobs, right? Yeah. Okay, and when you when you got your uh, ramen job, what what was that job? Was that ramen job? Second, oh, yeah. third, fourth. That was uh, second semester or second year. I know, but like which like like which job was it? Oh your wow! Your third job, uh, your second job. No, that was like. I switched jobs a lot. I think that was like my. Really, you couldn't stay at places. No. Damn. I, I'm too curious and like uh-huh. if if something gets too repetitive, I mm-hmm. cannot do it for too long. Yeah. I hear you like but like it's like it's high school dog. It doesn't even matter that much. Like yeah. I, I only started getting like that like recently now. Because I feel like it matters a bit more. Because like the longest job I ever had was lifeguarding. Lifeguarding. And I okay. did that for two years. And mm-hmm. I gave up that job. Uh, Cause I just didn't want to lifeguard anymore, and mm-hmm. like it was, it was just getting mind numbing. So I got a janitor job because mm-hmm. I thought it would be fun. It wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a janitor job? Yeah. Why would you want to? Why would that be fun? I don't know. You I, literally I, explained how you hate cleaning. Yeah, but that's like, a job about cleaning. I thought it was gonna be like, okay, like maybe I will learn something on this, you know. <laughs> Maybe I'll what? learn the power like clean properly? to clean <laughs> the superpower, you know? The superpower yeah. clean. I think I don't think most janitors enjoy their Dude, jobs. Watch me watch me walk into this fucking like janitor job. Um, hey head shaved, Mr. Clean looking ass, like just Christ. working my magic. <laughs> you know, if it made you happy. And I don't think it did. It did not. But like, I don't know. I, I think I think it definitely was. Mm-hmm. It was still fun, like yeah. in its own way. Yeah. And uh like I definitely needed the break. Mm-hmm. Cause like I can't do the same job for too long. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I, well you're you're eventually going to have to though. Like, because the thing is, like, I, I, I take get that you. as a challenge. Yeah, well, <laughs> calm down, kiddo. Because that, that's extremely bad. Because that's just like, because I feel like if you work that way into like how you do projects, you're going to be wasting a lot of money. No, uh, I get that. Uh, but I think that's the whole appeal of like the artistic side mm-hmm. that we're taking things, right? Sure. Like, you can do the same project three different times and all mm-hmm. of those projects will probably be just different enough that well, you will probably have mm-hmm. to learn like four or five skills yeah. just to complete yeah, it. Yeah, because you got to like add a bit of like flavor to how you yeah. do it. Like, you know, like I, and, I do agree. And like, 
if you're an artist or you know an artist, you probably know the fact that like you make something and the second you finish making it, you want to make something better. Mm-hmm. And that does not stop. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like that want to learn more. Yeah. I think that's the best part of all of this. I agree. Um, Cause like, uh, that's like, that's what's really tough about jobs. Cause like after a certain point you stop learning new yeah, things no, like, and it gets stagnant. You hit a wall so uh-huh. fast in conventional jobs. Yeah. Um, Especially jobs that we are getting at the ages that we're at. Well, know? yeah. Cause it's like, it's like hourly stuff, you know, yeah. like you're not going to be asked to do anything super complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the stuff you're going to be doing is like, you know, repetition work. Um, yeah. A lot of the same different things. Like, um, for instance, uh, my first full-time job was like uh, like a year or two at this point, where I was like internship for this like um, IT company. Or no, it wasn't an IT company. It was um, a computer manufacturing company for schools. Uh, they would like um, either they would like uh, request like orders and like um, do repairs for like uh, laptops for like uh, schools across the U.S. Oh, okay, um, yeah. And so uh, I was doing like one of two things. I was either helping out in the warehouse, um, like either doing like um, shipment fulfillment and stuff like that. Yeah. Or I was inside the repair bay doing uh, repairs on laptops. Um, and there's only like so much variation you can do. Like it, it was it was okay for a while because like there were a lot of different types of, like things that may or may not need to be repaired. Yeah. And there were like you know a, a slight variation in types of computers I was working on. Um, but like after after probably about like maybe two months and a half. I'd probably like learned everything. Yeah, no, like once you get there, yeah, once you get there, you get into this like flow flow chart state, right? Uh, You're like, hey, if this is wrong, then I'll do this. mm -hmm. If that is not wrong, then I go to this problem. Mm -hmm. If that's not wrong, and like all of it just works out so well and Mm -hmm. like gives you an answer so consistently and fast that I don't think like it's it's just not as interesting mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah I, I yeah, just it's, can't it's deal a stagnation. With like the moment you stop learning and you're doing like repetition I don't know there's like you just you you definitely just want to be there less yeah. um is that coming from there I have no clue but there's like audibly something that's like pretty loud in the background. Quiet down! <laughs> <laughs> He's got his stuff for what you can stick tacks. <laughs> um, um, okay, so I guess uh, we'll, we'll do like a little like a uh, quick segment real quick. Well, not a real segment, but um, for those of you watching, uh, me and Arpon are actually from uh, Minnesota. Um, and currently... Oh, wow. Wonderful timing to introduce, you know, like, where yeah, we're yeah, from. All right, well, whatever, whatever. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. Um, we're originally from Minnesota, but currently we are on vacation in Florida. So this setting you're currently seeing, you will literally never see it again. 
Um, ever again. Ever again. <laughs> <laughs> this is never. This is a yeah. one time only. This exactly. Is a, so you, you guys yeah, should feel no, really but, special, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. No, we, you know how much production value we spent <laughs> into renting this home to give you this like. We had to fly out exactly, here. <laughs> we, had to fly. We, we we flew for you. You know that's how much we care about you guys. You know, and that's why you should donate to our Patreon. At we don't actually have a Patreon, but we will home. <laughs> Um, so look out that's, for that. That's where we plug our Patreon in, like, you know, <laughs> the fifth or sixth episode when, like, we actually figure uh, out our yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, so, um, anyways, um, w- we have a friend in there, uh, in another room watching TikToks, but don't concern yourself about that. If you hear slight stuff in the background, don't worry about it. All right, mind your business. Um, okay. But, um, anyways, uh, fuck, what, what point were we on before that tangent? Mm, um, oh, getting stuck I'm in your job. Short to the memory. Um, stuck in your job, yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, it, it it really does suck, and that's why I don't know. Like that's why I think like hourly stuff should just be temporary. Like if you if you want more for yourself, I guess. That was a good crack. Um. You should you shouldn't stay at just like some like stagnant like hourly job unless like yeah. if it works for the moment do what you gotta do obviously but like strive I mean, for more yeah you you, got, you gotta fund your endeavor right oh of course yeah and that's what I'm saying like you know do what you gotta do but strive for more yeah. like because I don't know it's just like for me it's just like it's tough to see like older people like still working like just like whack jobs like and you know it may whatever circumstance like brought them there you know unfortunate but like. It's just like, because like for me right now, it's like doing that type of work is just like kind of soul crushing. And maybe that might be offensive to like people who do have those jobs, but like even they can like recognize like, you know, where I might be coming from. I still think people in those jobs Mm -hmm. like want to do something better. They want to, but they don't know how to like go past. Yeah. You know, or they tried and they failed and they didn't try again. Yeah. And it's, it's okay think, to fail. I think it's definitely, like, uh-huh. especially, like, starting your own business or doing something like what we're doing, mm-hmm. it's definitely a masochistic endeavor, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you Masochistic? Go, well, yeah, yeah well, it's, it, it is a certain type of, like, torture yeah. to put yourself through. But, like, you know, pressure makes diamonds. If you don't make those leaps, you'll never get to the point you're trying to be. Yeah. Um, and as far as like the company thing, um, we, we actually have a friend who has a father who owns um, a water filtration company. Uh, he told me about how he he actually like tried multiple times to like you know get to water filtration because that wasn't his first idea. He tried like I think like two times before getting to water filtration, and like you know, it was like uh, what's the, what's the saying? Third time's the charm. Yeah. Um, so he failed a few times before getting to that. And, um, you know, very successful company now. Um, so you have to be willing to fail. You can't be discouraged by big failures. If you are, you're just, you're going to stay in the same place. That's how I feel at least. Um, no, I can, I can like, I agree with that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's very easy to be discouraged by failure, especially big ones, but I don't know. You, you have to attempt to come back from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you can still hear yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, anyways, um, okay, so 
Um, work politics. You ever have any weird work, work politics? Not in not in that job, but like in future jobs, I have, especially once you get into like bigger, more like hierarchical. Mm-hmm. Is that the word word that I'm looking for here? Hierarchical. Oh, what is happening? Oh, it's fine now. Well, something went wrong with the recording. Yeah, hey, don't worry back. about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um. It's recording, right? Please be recording. Yeah, it is. Okay, we're good. Okay. Um. Yeah, no. But audio may have cut off for a short moment. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, Once you get into, like, the hierarchical jobs um, uh, where, like, there's actually, like, a chain of management, mm -hmm. it definitely gets really, like, work politics becomes such a big deal. Sure, but, like, there's even still stuff at, like, lower level stuff. Yeah, but, like, like, I think... It's, like, not as intense. Yeah, it's not as intense. It's just... You genuinely wanting to, like, improve a process is so hard to do at a job that's like structured and like has you know 14 levels of management before like having sure. anything go through but like um like you, you even like have experience with this though like yes like it's like hard to do but like you have to make those like suggestions like if you, for improvement like you know on on scale um, you can't try to do too many big changes, otherwise, you know, like, you're told, hey, shut the fuck up, and, you know, no one asked you. You make small changes, um, and as, like, you know, people grow to, like, trust you, um, things get better. Yeah. Like, uh, that's, like, the best way I can put it. Um, uh, but uh, tell them about, um, your time working with, uh, what game company? Activision. Yeah, Activision. So, like, yeah. Um, this is, like, three years ago, I think, at this point. Was it about that long ago? Yeah, it's been a bit. Mm. Uh, I worked with Activision for, like, no, probably, like, somewhere around two and a half months because it was, it was a full-time job, like, a 10-hour-long job, like, 10 hours per day job. So it was definitely, like, really demanding and really, like... I could not hold the job because, like, I just had to go back to school. And, like, I couldn't be putting 10 hours into this job while still being in college, so... Uh, but... No, tell them about the making improvements bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, there was... There was a point where I, like, found some improvements for, like, how the server could be pushing stuff to the computers mm -hmm. and not going too far into detail about that, like... I made like some software to like do all of that stuff and it's just getting that software approved was such a What did it do? What? What did it do? It it was it was the most rudimentary thing. Mm. It just pushed software from the server to the computer when you logged in so that like well, if you log in with a new user face Break it down a bit face, more so like everyone can understand. Okay. So let me get comfy. All right, don't get too big ahead now. Explain. Uh, yeah, so pretty much uh, how the server system worked was everybody had their own user login, right? Mm -hmm. And you logged into your username, and your username had its, like, it did not, 
save your preferences mm-hmm. and you had to move around the office and like log into new computers a lot yeah so pretty much what my thing would do was find a like average preference that everybody like worked with so like if if you were consistently working with like word mm-hmm. instead of like some other program that like yeah. you know does uh, what's it called like text editing mm-hmm. then it would just like push that software to your user mm-hmm. by default rather than you having to log into a new computer download word and then do all of that shit just to start working again because mm-hmm. you'd be moving around like once or twice a day Mm-hmm. And this was like eating up 15 to 20 minutes of your time, like every time you switch slots. Yeah. So like it was a lot of just like very easy improvement of life stuff. Uh-huh. So pretty much what you would do, I don't remember like the actual software anymore, but you pretty much make a shell file with XML that you can push to your um, like push from your server to your computer so that the XML rewrites mm-hmm. uh, all the default files in your computer mm-hmm. or the default like software and computer and you would just have all of that ready to go once you log in okay so I just like, like pre it. everything ahead of time for you yeah okay. like I think every reasonable company mm-hmm. does that already okay so and um, you, you just did this right like you yeah. didn't ask anyone to do it and well, what happened after you did it? Uh, pretty much uh, all of my so- software got uh, like taken away. Taken away? What do you mean? Yeah, they, they pretty much like took it away from me. Like they were like, no, you can't use this anymore. <laughs> uh, like this is not authorized uh, by the com- company. Uh, so well, you're like, not you allowed cannot, to do the yeah, stop? Yeah, just stop. Mm-hmm. Like cease and desist. Mm-hmm. Right? And... Um, I, I tried to work with them to like get it. How did you find? Approved. How did they find it out though? Uh, they saw you like. At, at some or? point, I pretty much just took it to them because mm-hmm. it was bothering me that I, like, I would sit down to a spot and like I would look over and like someone would be just be struggling, like mm-hmm. especially when you like new people would show up, mm-hmm. like they would not understand the fact that like their user preferences have not mm-hmm. been saved. And like it just became a process, mm-hmm. so like I just wanted to improve it. Yeah. And it's a hassle. And so what happened after yeah. the fact? Yeah. So uh, after the fact, uh, I got the software taken away from me, and they. I tried to talk to them to like mm-hmm. uh, get the software improved, uh, approved, but. To get the software approved, they needed to talk to Activision LA, mm-hmm. and getting word to Activision LA was a whole other process. Really? And then within LA, it needed to go up to another manager really? that needed to approve it so that they could like actually rewrite the server. Because like this is like because like when you told me about it, a like, literal like, sixty-six like... million dollar server that you're putting mm-hmm. new software into, and if that software uh-huh. has any like code that like you know compromises mm-hmm. the server, you kind of are leaking. But you made it games. sound like they like they you know like uh, went with it. They said, oh wow, you know, nice, 
And yeah, like, no, no, no. They, they liked it. Like, my division liked it. It's oh. just they could not do anything about it because they did not have authority to do anything about it. Oh, so it never got used again? Nope. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it did. No. Because like you said, they offered you like an IT position after yeah, the fact. Yeah, they, they, they like, offered me an IT position, but I couldn't take it. Uh, well, yeah, because you were going back to school. Because so. I couldn't take it, I couldn't get to the IT position. That mm-hmm. would give me easier access to implement the software. But uh-huh. yeah, at the end of the day, I did all of this and nothing happened. Mm, unfortunate. <laughs> and that's why I have gripe with companies that have hierarchical systems. I mean, I, to an extent, I think it is necessary, though. I don't want some, like, fucking newbie trying to tell me what the fuck to do. And yeah, but you earn like, your right to say that to me, punk. It's... It, I think a lot of things should just be, like, judged on uh-huh. what you create, right? Yeah. Like, if... Like, programming is all the same. Mm. Anybody can read the program and see what is right or what's wrong. Mm -hmm. So, if you've already taken my program from me, just read it, review it. Yeah. Like, see if it is within your interests. Yeah. You can make, like, you know, your your cool stuff. And, uh, you know, people can, like, look at it and, like, you know, discern whether or not... Because there's no reason to dismiss something like that. Sure, but, like, you know, I'm not going to, like, you know, skyrocket you to the top just because you did one, like, you know, really cool thing. Yeah, but, like, I feel like a lot of jobs like that are about, like, efficiency, right? Mm -hmm. Because QA is very much so, like, you're doing extremely fast-paced stuff. QA is uh, quality assurance. Okay. So you go, you, so I, if you're doing QA for Google, you go to Google Chrome and you try to fuck up some shit. And if it fucks up, you report it. It's pretty much bug finding. Mm-hmm. So when you're in a QA job and you're getting like two different versions of the same like 60, megabyte, uh, 60 gigabyte game every day, and you're trying to run through it and do all of your tests and see if everything's working still. Mm-hmm. It's like time is very important. And it's the like making stuff efficient, just like that is that should be the name of the game. Mm-hmm. And pretty much what my software did was and, and like yes, that's that's good. Um, and everyone should thrive to like, you know, improve like whatever company they're working for and like make it better. Um, but uh, I think that's like, that should be to scale. Like, you know, um, I don't think you you should over reward someone for like, like even like what you did, like, you know, um, you know, you made something that would make the company like more efficient. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we recognize but what you've done, and we'll be numbers out for you later. speak a lot, and from liberal calculations. And, and the thing is, like that. that is, sure. Yes. Numbers. That do software yeah. saved approximately one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Um. Cool. But the cool, <laughs> the whole thing about capitalism is taking advantage <laughs> of other people. That is true. <laughs> so, you know, it's gonna happen. Don't try and skip the system. That's not how it works here, yeah. bud. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you got any gripes with any of the jobs you've worked at? Uh, nah, 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 the people that I worked with. Oh my god. What's that? Why you got people politics all the time? Uh, what do you mean people? <laughs> okay, you know what? Um, I think the worst work politics. Like, I, I didn't really have much like at um, Little Caesars, but the worst I've ever had was when I worked at uh, Home Depot, and that was my second job. And dog. You worked. Home Depot I, I, I used wow. to work. I used to work at Home Depot. Um, I was a fucking cart boy. You know, bring in the carts yeah. and you know put them away, whatever. Um, but I truly fucking hated that job because same situation. I was definitely the hardest worker there. Or, you know, did the job the best. You know, I don't know how well you can you know stack carts, but I did it the best. Um, and uh, just like I said, if you weren't like, you know, stacking cards, they'd ask you to like go do some like other random work. So like, you know, I don't know, like go sweep or something or like uh, whatever. But um, it's just like certain managers would just like complain about the most like minuscule things or they would try to like blame me for things that, you know, other employees did. And then they would make excuses for those other employees. And I was just like, it just made me mad. Um, yeah. and, you know, granted, very whack job. So much to the point, like it was so easy. Like it was so easy to do that I could go into the store and go help out other departments. Um, like I would, uh, if I finished really quickly, I'd go into like the lumber department and like talk to like one of my friends there that I went to high school with. You know, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like learned how to use the tri- um, the forklift. You know, uh, they gave me a raise. Blah blah blah. Um, or I'd go over to like the paint section. There was this really cute girl that worked in the paint section. Um, hit on her every chance I got um never got her number um anyways uh yes uh very basic job so much of the point I can go help out whatever uh manager sucks made you know mountains out of mount hills uh and that's like the main point I kind of got off topic um but yeah yeah tangents are very very easy to come by on this podcast you're welcome that's like the, that's the whole point of like a podcast though you know that's like how you like carry the conversation because if you just stay on topic the whole time um yeah, it does get boring doesn't you, it not even just boring it's quick yeah you know like uh tangents like add to the conversation you just can't go too far off the rail um otherwise things either just get weird or just it's hard to return i guess um, so, um, we have a bit of time left, so we're gonna, I guess we'll talk about, um, one of our segments. We have a segment called Money Moves, um, and, you know, slight double entendre there, make your money move, and make money moves, yada yada. Um, so this week, we are talking about, uh, uh, millennials buying homes and regretting it. Um, so, yeah, uh, here, I'll let you take the ball with that. Why do you think uh, millennials are regretting home purchases? Mm, I think it's mainly because, uh, the freedom of movement. The freedom of moving? Yeah. Why would that uh, matter? I though? think a lot of people... The whole people... point of buying a house is, like, so you can, like, be, like... Yeah, 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 no, that, that is the point of buying a house, but, like, that was a lot more feasible back in the day when, you know, you did not go like, even beyond your country much, right? What do you mean? Like, because people travel nowadays. People live for experiences nowadays. Yeah, they travel and then they return to their home. 
Yeah, but like, there is no reason to tie yourself down to a home, tie yourself down to a mortgage, especially. Because the home isn't the part that people regret, it's the mortgage. Because, mm-hmm. like, you're literally tied into this 30 year old, like, 30 year long payment. I mean, yes, but not really. Because, um, like, if you want to move or, like, just sell the house, just, like, sell the house and, like, pay off the, like, rest of the yeah, mortgage but, for whatever you I pay. I don't know. I feel like p- people get sentimental over, like, after I mean, living yeah, in a house sure. for, like, They, they should. I mean, like, because the whole point of a house is, like, you, you make it your home. Yeah. Um, you know, this is, like, the place that you return to. When you're done with work, you the place you return to after you go on your adventures, mm-hmm. and um, it's the place where you're supposed to be safe. You build your memories, yada yada yada. Yeah. Um. So I, I feel like it should be all those things. Um. And like, as far as like, uh, just not being able to stay in one or, or being able to move in other places. Um. If you really want to move, like just. Sell your house, I guess. Like, because, like, I think most people, if you can buy a house young, most people are only, like, um, keeping, like, um, a first-time house for, like, maybe, like, between, like, four and ten years. And then they'll just, like, sell it and get something, like, that suits their needs or, like, um, yeah, suits their needs better. Um, But, like, Yeah, no, get get more into, like, why would someone actually regret the purchase? Like, you said, like, yes, like, not making mortgage payments, and, like, that's, like, a big thing, um, especially because, you know, uh, we're not in the fucking, like, I don't know, like, 80s anymore, you know? You can't, like, yeah. buy a house for $50,000 and be chilling. Um, or just even, like, you know, buy a house and have a stable job that, yeah. like, you know, you you work your ass off day and night for 40 years, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, this is my house now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, you know, I mean, sure you can. It's just like you just won't make as much money doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody is kind of like we're we're in the generation of like, hey, let's go get our bag, you know. Mm. And like, not a lot of people want to be tied down to a job or a location. It's like I I want it. I want to be free. Like genuine like I mean okay the the location thing not being tied to location thing doesn't make sense to me because like even if you like you decide okay I'm gonna like uh rent out this like spot for like a few places or a few minutes you know or excuse me a few months or whatever and move to the next place like like you're still stationary like I it's you're doing too much work if you're moving around a lot like I don't think so you don't think so? Because, like, you, you no. got stuff, man, like... Yeah, you got stuff, but, like, I don't know. Like, especially if you're not going to live in a house for, like, more than 10 years, I don't think there's a point to buying a house. Sure, it's, like, property value. Like, oh, yeah, literally yeah, yeah. building it over time. That's, like, major point. Because, yeah, like, it's yeah, way no. better to buy a house and, like, pay mortgage. Because, like, let's make the example of, like, Minneapolis. Yeah. Minneapolis... If you like try and like buy something around like you know one of the suburbs around mm-hmm. it, you're gonna be paying a thousand dollars for a fucking one bedroom apartment. Yeah. Why do that when you can like invest in um, I don't know a two bedroom house um, and pay the same in mortgage, maybe a little more, maybe maybe pay twelve hundred, maybe fourteen hundred. You're making a far better investment. Yeah. Like yeah, sure, the mortgage is a bit, but like if you can afford a thousand, work a little harder, pay fourteen hundred. But like. I don't think a lot of people going to buy into houses oh. as an investment. 
they go into it because that's what their parents did and that's what they know what to do. Yeah. And And there is a very uh, big shift from, uh, you know, what the boomers did to what uh, millennials want to do. uh And And what what do millennials want to do? Like following the same process. I don't like, I think that's where like a lot of the discomfort comes from, you know? And millennials... Discomfort as far as what? No, like, like not... Normalcy? No, 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 not like discomfort in like... I'm saying discomfort as in the fact that like, like they're regretting it because they just followed a system that did Mm -hmm. not work for what they're actually going Mm -hmm. for. And like, you, I well, feel yeah, sure. You, you have to adapt. You can't like think like you're going to do the same thing as your parents. Um, cause we don't live in that time anymore. Like, yeah, sure. I guess it's like, you know, it's very like standard to like think that way. Like, oh, okay. You know, um, get married, have a few kids, buy a house, yada, yada, yada. Um, but there's a bit more to it now. Um, and especially considering well, yeah, yeah, like, most people like, aren't even actually trying to have a family with kids. Where, most people where don't even get married um, now until like late 20s as compared to like people back then, like early 20s. Like yeah. they want to build their careers at first. So there's like, you have to like work around the rules that you have now. Yeah. But, like, we are Gen Z kids mm-hmm. criticizing and, like, you know, uh, talking about things that millennials did mm-hmm. following the generation before them. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we've kind of learned the lessons from millennials mm-hmm. and are kind of using the same thing to criticize them that's kind of hypocritical in a way you yeah know? i you like know, we can't sit good here and talk sure about I stuff can. like that i absolutely can because like look no because like, um, it's, it's a very for, hindsight for, thing right yeah yeah hindsight is 2020 yeah and like i i have the freedom to do so unless i fuck up later um there's no party fall yeah yeah, yeah. but like it's like w- at the time mm-hmm. like you know because things have changed very, like, a lot. Sure. In, like, the last couple of years, right? Uh-huh. And especially during the time that, like, millennial... What the hell is that? Water. Continue. Where? It's just, like, I don't know water feels like. I don't know. Continue. <laughs> um, especially during the time that, like, millennials, like, were, like, getting their freedom and, like, going into, like having their own families. I think a lot of them took lessons No, millennials from- are still on the same thing, though. Like, again, like, they're not doing families till late 20s. Yeah. That's like, what point are you trying to make? I'm saying they learned from their parents. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're trying to follow the same things that they did in okay. a... Like, because, like, it's, it's the whole thing with, like, colleges, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no real reason for colleges except except if you want to go into medicine mm-hmm. in this day and age there's no goddamn reason for colleges but everybody still does it mm-hmm. because there is expectation to do it mm-hmm. everybody wants you to do it okay and you know that's the same trend okay but you've already made the point into. of like repeating and like you know your forefathers like you know steps yeah like what's the what's the new point about that though no i'm just saying like you know 
you you keep dismissing the fact that 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 doesn't exist. Sure, but I, I'm I'm not dismissing that it doesn't exist. Like, cool, yeah, you know, pe- yes, people do that, but like, learned from it, I guess. Like, I don't know, like, yeah. You can't sit here and do the whole hindsight 2020 and say, learn from it. Sure I can. That's why hindsight is 2020, because I learned from it. Yeah, no, but like, you know, it's like we are theorizing as to uh, why millennials regret their decision. Uh-huh. And we are criticizing them for not learning from mm-hmm. the l- lessons that we learned from them. Mm-hmm. Do you understand where it's their fault for like, well, okay, no, no. I won't say it's like millennials fault for following, um, you know, boomers. Um, entirely, I won't say it's entirely for them to blame it, them to blame, um, uh, because yes, you're supposed to like pay attention, but like you didn't, you didn't look at now, like you didn't look at what was like, you know, what the economic state is like right now. And like, that's why I say like, you know, that's your bad for not educating yourself enough. Um, cause in, you should have, like, you in know. In a sense, yes. But, like... Cause, like, you have to, like, know where to, like, put your money. Like, if you're not... Like, and the thing is, like, I I won't make the point of, like, you know, if you're not set to, like, buy a house, don't do it. Uh, just because, like, you know, like, the housing market is, like, literally, like, skyrocketing right now. It's going... It's continuing to go up. Um, and we may be, like, leading to, like, you know, the bubble popping soon. Um... But besides that, um, it's it's not all their fault. I'll say that much. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't say it's all their fault. Uh. Like, like it's definitely like you know a learning lesson. Mm-hmm. Like they fucked up. Like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. learn from it. But like you know, I mean, even like I I don't think there's like gonna be anything to learn from until this like housing bubble pops because. Um, even if, like, we wanted to buy houses right now, it'd be, like, really difficult to do so. Yeah. Um, just because, like, one, um, large corporations are, like, buying up a bunch of houses right now. So, like, it's harder for, like, you know, like, um, a, an individual, like, entrepreneur to, like, buy a home to, like, you know, mm-hmm. turn a profit off of it. Because you have to buy it from this corporation and they're getting all this, like, you know, cheddar cheddar. Yeah. Um, so it's... It's hard, because, like, how do you, it, you're on your own on this mission. Um, how do you beat the big company, you know? And it's damn near impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to, like, find, like, loopholes to do this. Um, and I don't know. Um, I don't really have a strategy to, like, beat a big corporate company. Yeah. Because, like, it just, it fucks the whole game up. Um I don't know, like, right yeah, now, I think that's, just that's, like, that's very much on, like, a whole tangent, though, like, yeah. at the end of the day, like... I mean, it, it's, it's still part of, like, the regret, though. Like, well, maybe not regret, but, like, you can't even buy a house if you want to. Mm, it really depends on the financials. True. Mm, sure. um, it it's getting, it's getting, it's it getting harder to buy a house if yeah. you want to. Well, maybe I'll say that. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, uh, I guess as far as, like, one, it's, like, millennials regretting 
home purchases. Um, I don't know. They, the only thing I can think of is just like not being able to like meet or no, no, I, maintenance costs. High maintenance costs, I think, is like one of the, like the major things as far as keeping the home. Um, because uh, from when you have like uh, either like taking care of the house, um, your property tax and property taxes like, continue to like increase right now. Mm -hmm. um, and all these things are like adding up for like millennials who like aren't getting paid crazy or like not. It, it, we're not in the same situation we had. Like I said, in the fucking eighties, yeah, um, it's it's hard to adapt. We, I guess we we all don't know how to adapt for that mm -hmm. yet, um, and that's what we're also trying to learn right now. Um, do you have anything else to add to that? Not really. I think um, that's you know, we tried our best to comprehend what's going on. Uh, yeah. I suppose something like that. <laughs> um, well, so we're I guess we're kind of like we we have a good stopping point right here. Um, uh, yeah, uh, this was, uh, the first episode of Live and Learn. Um, and for our next episodes, we are planning on, like, doing a whole, uh, bring a new person in every week or so. Uh, it probably won't be every week, more so just when we can get a hold of a guest, but, um, for, mo for most episodes, we'll try to get a, a hold of a, a guest to get, um, a third perspective or just like you know yeah. pick someone's brain who might have a better perspective on um a topic that we want to talk about that week um so yeah so that was our first solo episode um hope you guys enjoyed and i hope we'll see you guys next time yeah and keep living and learning yeah something like that <laughs> um all right uh see you guys later all right bye